Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to Out for the Count with Armando Alvarez and Victor Bermudez. And as we promised you leading up to this podcast, we told you some of the biggest names in the sport of boxing will be joining us week to week. And this week we bring our dear friend Abner Mars, four-time champion, Abner, how are you, my man? What's going on, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, man. I I said I told Armando the moment we decided to get together and do this podcast, I said the me- first person I need to have on is my dear friend Abner <laughs> Mars. Man, I I love kicking it with you. I I've spent a lot of time with you. It was just Thanks, a man. a relationship that built off the the Rio Olympics. Just working together, stuck together for for, yeah. for about what forty five days. It sucked at the yeah. time, but I um, <laughs> built this this friendship out of it, and I couldn't be happier, man. It's a pleasure getting to know you, getting to meet your family, getting to know the type of person you are, how humble you are, despite everything you've accomplished in, in your career. Thanks, my dude. Really appreciate your kind words, man. And, you know, it's hard work on, on both ends, you know, outside the ring, inside the ring, and we're still doing it. Four-time world champion. I know a lot of people are counting me out, you know, because of my last fight, even though it was a close fight, you know, against Rio Santa Cruz, but, hey, um, I still got a good solid two, three years to go, and uh, I'm sure I'll be become a five time soon. But uh, man, really appreciate your kind words, man. Yeah, and before we get into uh, a bit into your boxing career, Abner, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, just recently, you know, you signed on to uh, Boxeo Telemundo. Uh, like like Victor yeah. said, you also did the uh, the the Olympics, and I kind of knew you were uh-huh. a natural at this. When uh, I, I remember it was Jesse Lozada's last day at at Telemundo, I was working there as a producer. And I remember pulling you to the side and telling you, hey, Abner, um, in the middle of the interview, I'm going to let you know so you could interview Jesse. Uh, and it was Jesse Lozada's last show. I don't, I don't know if I would have tried it with anybody else. I mean, I, 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 knew, I knew you uh, You had, like, the chops to, uh, to, cut, to cut it in TV. Uh, you, you're, you, you, you were always a great interview. Uh, talk about the, the experience now on, on, on the other side. I know you've done it in the past, but now that you're doing it on a consistent basis, how do you feel being, uh, you know, behind the scenes, behind the microphone? Um, you know what? A lot of people, it, a lot of people say, "Yo, it must be easy because you're talking about something you know." But people don't understand. Yeah, it's something I do. Something I, you know, I know, but it's not easy to translate it. And I don't know, like in terms where like people could, you know, understand it. You know, and then it's like the TV, like more professional. And now they're official. You know, I'm with. Telemundo Boxeo, which I'm blessed, and I thank them for the opportunity. It's just a, it's just a great opportunity, a great feeling, and um, yeah, I mean, it's nervous, nervous. I'm, I'm definitely uh, in a different, um, you know, platform, different, different thing than than the actual, you know, getting punched. Um, and it's a blessing, man. It's, it's really, it's really something. Um, I'm, I'm really comfortable because of the people that are around me. Uh, uh, Rene, Edgar, you know, Victor, and everybody just, you know, surrounds the whole Telemundo Boxeo. They just, they just make it easier for me to work with. 
Yeah, especially uh, you mentioned uh, Rene Giraldo, who's a, who's a dear friend of ours as well. You know, I've worked with him for, for, for a long time. And, you know, Rene pulls out that, that, that resume of his, oh, I've called, you know, a, a billion <laughs> championship fights <laughs> for the Olympics. I'm sure he gave you a, a huge book with every single fighter and, and, and all their information. I mean, talk about a guy that prepares. Like you said, it's, 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 not, it's definitely not easy. And then when you see, you know, somebody has been doing it for so long, preparing, you're like, man, I got to do my homework. For real, man. Like, being next to Rene, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, I got to call my mentor because, um, honestly, I've done it in the past, yes, but, you know, it's not the same as doing it professionally now and, 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 and having someone ask professional Rene. Every time I get these, he's got my paper, papers ready for me. He explains, you know, um, uh, what is going to be talked about. Like, he's just so, so nice and, and, and so comfortable to work with, you know, and, and that's how, that says a lot about about him, you know, a guy that, you know, has done so many fights and, and has been in the business for so long that, that, I mean, he could care less and have me do whatever I do, you know, but he's just, you know, he's that guy, that man that, um, you know, really looks out for me. And, um, I'm, I'm, again, you know, I'm happy to be working alongside him. Yeah, I think he's probably the... The, the person I've worked with that prepares the most for, for his craft. And, I mean, as, as a producer, you got to really, you, like, you really do appreciate that. But now, like, switching topics to, uh, to uh, you know, you inside the ring. We, we obviously enjoyed your two fights with Leo Santa Cruz. I mean, there's no doubt. We'll talk a little bit uh, more about that, about that, uh, those, two, those two bouts. But when, when do we get to see Abner Mares back in the ring? I mean, I still got to sit down with my manager. Uh, we got a meeting planned this week. Um, you know, right off the back, uh, uh, right out that, you know, fight, we, we spoke, you know. Um, and we, it was a close fight. Um, he even mentioned then and there that, you know, a possible three, third fight, can, you know, could be played um, since it was that, that good of a fight. Um, and, but he did say that I, he would try to give me a fight by by the end of the year, so we're talking about you know late November, early December, which um, which I'm comfortable with because we're talking about you know four months, um, five months from now, which is uh, just perfect you know for me to 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 prepare you know. Um, and the reason I say you know normally people say eight weeks is enough to get ready for a fight, but I don't want just any fight. I want the top guys. So it's a title shot is you know. Um, is is in, in progress for myself. I'll take it. You know, I need Gary Russell, Oscar Valdez, um, uh, Frampton, who is fighting next week. Uh, so any of these top fighters, I'm I'm, I'm ready to fight any of them. I mean, you mentioned the Carl Frampton, who's fighting the, the, this Saturday against Luke Jackson. One of I mean, I love the welterweight division. Obviously, I like the heavyweights, but your division, 126. That that's a division that's. There's a lot of names and, and a lot of people willing to fight each other. That, that's what I, I like about you guys. Leo Santa Cruz is willing to, uh, you know, give you a rematch. He's, him and Frampton, ha I fought two fights as well. You, you mentioned the Gary Russell. What, who in this division are, are you looking at? Uh, obviously, you've spoken about a trilogy with, with Leo Santa Cruz. We've spoken yeah. about that off air. You, you know my feelings towards that. But who are you looking at that you want to get in the ring with? I, I, I know how adamant you are about that third one with, with Leo Santa Cruz. But is the Carl Frampton, Luke J Jackson, is that something you're going to be looking forward to and paying attention to on Saturday night? You know what? That is exactly what I'm looking for. It's like you read my mind or you've been talking to my manager or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might have been. <laughs> he mentioned, you know, he said, you know, whatever, if, if you want to fight this year, another one, that's good. 
But if you want a really big fight, there's Frampton, who is fighting soon, who at the time was fighting soon, but who is fighting now next week. Um, the winner of that fight, if it's presented for me, I mean, let's grab it. Um, I mean, he's going to be coming off this fight. Um, but, you know, obviously he's going to need his rest whatnot. So, I mean, it could be played out by the end of the year if he wants to, and if not early next year, only if it's that fight. And I'm willing to wait, you know, that long because it's a big fight. Uh, I told my manager if we have to fly to his country and make this fight happen, I'm, I'm more than willing because it's, it's again, you know, it's, it's, it's the fight um, I want. And like you mentioned, you know, the welterweight and the featherweight division is the most packed in talent, you know, divisions and that is no one, no one taking an easy way out. Like you know, we're all fighting the best. You know, the best fighting the best, and that's what it's all about. So, unfortunately, there's no tournament like there is. There was, you know, one for the, for the uh, well, now for the uh, bantamweights, and last time I think it was uh, super lightweight. Uh, but I'm, but I'm comfortable with it. It sounds like a tournament because back to back we're going against each other. So it's pretty much it. It's like it is like a tournament, but. Uh, you touched on on one of my follow-ups to that question that, that your response was um you are willing to travel overseas to, to take on a Carl Frampton and when when was the last time you even went out of the states for a fight was it was the Olympics oh man the last time I went actually out of state um I have to say uh, I think it was uh Victor Chinin who, who I fought um, you know, on Tacoma, Washington. We're talking about out of state, but out of the country, I've never fought anywhere out of the U.S., not even Mexico, you know, which is where I'm from. Yeah, <laughs> which I want to retire before I retire. I want to do one fight in Mexico. And so you are willing to travel overseas call, for, for a Carl Frampton yeah, fight? Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to travel overseas to, to fight a Carl Frampton just because of his fans, man. His fans are phenomenal, man. They're great. And his fans are the type that you can give him a great fight. If you don't, man, they'll 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 bandwagon right through him. Right yeah, they'll appreciate you. They'll appreciate a good yeah. fight. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they really appreciate it. So, so yeah, man, I'm 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 happy and I'm willing to do that. Yeah, and, and you and you you touch on something, Abner, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, at, at 140, they're they're doing a tournament. You know, you were part of a of a bantamweight tournament in the past. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. They have a super middleweight tournament, a cruiserweight tournament that just finished. Mm-hmm. But at 126, I feel like you, Leo Santa Cruz, Carl Frampton, maybe even an Oscar Valdez. I mean, you know, he he's uh he's just just got to the big stage. But yeah, I, I feel like I feel like you guys aren't afraid to fight each other at any point, which is which is one of the things I I I love the most uh, about boxing yeah. and about this division. Yeah, man. Any any at any point, any time, we're willing to fight each other. Listen, I also mentioned to my my manager. And I told him, you know what, I'm I'm willing to take uh uh Gervantes Davis at one thirty if he gave me the opportunity. Um I mean let's be uh, this is the real. I mean he's the top dog right now at one thirty. He he um he's he's a man, you know. Um he is with my same promoter, same manager, um, you know, um Al Heyman. And um I mean he his light lit up a little bit and he's like, Ever, are you serious? I'm like, Yeah. And and I need to I'm, 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 I need to really get into Gervonta Davis uh, Abner, but before I need to ask you uh, really quick, because this is just a a development that happened uh, very recently, Oscar Valdez leaving uh, Manny Robles to go train with uh, Eddie Reynoso. How how do you think that affects uh, Oscar Valdez in his career? 
Nothing at all. I think I think he made a smart move on changing uh, coaches. I've, I've been saying it personally myself. I, I, we know it's it's been around. He is from the LA area, and people have been saying this for a while that he needs to change trainers. Um, he 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 peaked thirty with with uh, Manny Robles. He taught him as much as he could, and 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 Oscar Valdez is still young, so he's still he's still a young buck, and he's still learning. So I think he made a smart move, a smart decision to to switch trainers. I'm not so much happy about the trainer he chose. I mean, not throwing anything, you know, to uh, Reynoso. He's a great trainer. But I felt like, you know, he, he could have gone to a more experienced uh, trainer. Not that he's not experienced, but, I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, the only part of that Reynoso has is Canelo, you know. Um, but um, uh, the, that, the, the, aside from that, that, the move they made by switching trainers, I think it was smart. And um, Leo, Leo Santa Cruz, how how tough is it to fight Leo Santa Cruz? Because, man, to me, it's exhausting just watching it from home. The guy <laughs> throws punch after punch after punch, <laughs> doesn't get tired. It's like, my, my God, I mean, the, the, just uh, the fight, watching both of you fight is actually very exhausting. But how, how tough is it to fight a guy that just does not stop throwing punches, literally? I mean, it's it's tough and it's frustrating, you know, to to know and to see, you know, that, man, you got a game plan. And there's those type of fighters that just, I don't know what it is, that once you get in the ring, they just don't let you. And you have to fall into their game plan. Well, not their game plan, just their, their, their fighting style, you know, and then you go for all it all. <laughs> and that's exactly what I've done the last two fights against, against him. You know, I just, I stay there, I trade punches, you know, and unfortunately I, I always pull back. And by the time I pull back, he always catches me with his long, Abner, you mentioned uh, long punches. You mentioned uh, Gervonta yeah. Davis, and we've spoken about this recently about you willing to move to the 130 division. I, I'm still yet to see to be convinced by Gervonta Davis. I, I don't like the fact that, you know, he had issues making weight at the scales. So I'm, I'm still a little mm-hmm. skeptical. I, I think he's a great fighter. Great might be a, a little over exaggeration. I, I think he's a good fighter on his way up there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, but I do see that as as a step up for you having to move up to that 130 division. But I do like mm-hmm. your chances. What is it about a fight with Javante Davis that makes you confident outside of just what comes with being a boxer and, and that confidence that you normally walk with? But is it the fact that you're a four time world champ that you have the experience on your side? What is it in Davis's side that you see like I can counter that? I, I can take advantage of some some of uh, Davis's styles. Exactly that. I think he's he's vulnerable to to for a lot of things. You know, you think he's uh, he's not yet at that level um, as a lot of people put him, or you know, even uh, one of the greatest fighters right now at 130. I mean, yeah, the kid's good, but I think he's got a lot to prove, and I think I'll be definitely a good test. And you know, along yeah, I mean, being a four-time world champion, me fighting any any styles. I think definitely you know, knowing the that I have the opportunity. I, I mean, I would never go in. Against a fighter, kind of beating. I mean, I would not never put myself in that position. And this fight against the Gavante Davis, I know I could beat him. I know he's beatable, so that 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 is the, the reason why I'm choosing and want to get this fight. We hit on earlier the fact that the 126 division, you guys are willing to fight anyone and take on anyone at whatever time. What is it about? I I know your background. I know where you come from. How did that? 
help you get to that mentality? Because, I, I mean, it's easier said than done, but you really do live that lifestyle. You're like, hey, I'm about that whenever, however, and and I'm willing to take on the best. Like, how was it, how did your upbringing help in the sport of boxing not have that fear of like, oh, man, I, I'm not sure if I could take on this guy. You're always willing to take on, on a fight, whoever it may be, even willing to go up and wait. What about your upbringing coming up in Huntington Beach, California? How did that help you get to this state of mind? I mean, it's just like you mentioned. I mean, it's just the right way of life, you know, the way I was brought up. Nothing was given to me. You know, when nothing's given to you in life, you know, when you grow up, you, you're willing to take chances. You're willing to take sacrifices. You're willing to take you know, on opportunities like this and just, you know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba like that um uh, no uh, again you know uh, nothing was given to me so i like to take it all you know any chances any opportunities so uh, that's the type of person i am inside and outside the ring i know a lot of people just talk to talk you know like yeah yeah fight you know, you know this and that but when they when when it comes you know to fighting they, they don't either they don't take the fight or they just don't show up the night and you know meaning they don't they don't really fight inside the ring and me i like i like it man because i i like to prove myself uh, I, I like to always, you know, leave, leave a statement that, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of those fighters that uh, is not scared to fight anyone. And, you know, at the end of the day, when when, when I retire, people are not going to remember me for, for being a one, two, three, four time. You know, people forget, but they would always remember, you know, the warrior, the, the admiratives that just didn't give a damn and fought anyone, everyone, anywhere. So, 
Yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to be to be known as that as now and 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 you know, two three years from now, I think that's that's what it's gonna be. Um, that's what I'm looking at as far as retirement soon, and and hopefully I get those those big fights um, that that we have been talking about. And uh, you said, you know, a lot of people, they, they talk the talk and, you know, then they don't, you know, walk the walk in the ring. Um, speaking of talk, Gervonta Davis is one of the biggest talkers in boxing, right? Or at the very least, uh, one of the biggest tweeter, uh, Twitters or tweeters or whatever you want to call it, right, in boxing. Mm-hmm. Gets in it with Tevin Farmer, uh, TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. Now they have a back and forth. <laughs> Ryan or, Garcia. <laughs> Ryan Garcia. I mean, he gets in it with everybody. And and you know one of one of the one of the things that people talk about is that you know he 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 likes to talk a lot, but then he said he wasn't ready to fight Lomachenko, even though he was a he was a world champ. Are you yeah. willing and able to to engage in trash talk with Gervonta Davis? Because you know if if you if, if if you guys sign, he's gonna come after you. That's a great question, Amir, yeah. because you're one of the most likable guys. Like, and you and Leo respected each other. You, I've never yeah. really seen you get too animated or worked up and this guy seems like he can bring it out of you he can he may be able to get under your skin a bit yeah you know what he's all about that i mean times change i'm from a different you know i'm not that i'm calling myself old but you know i just come from different times man. He's a young, <laughs> young young kid and the, now the 30s and then the two young daughters will do that to you huh they'll, they'll calm you yeah, down a bit yeah, he's, um, yeah man it's all about trolling now it's all about you know social media it's all about calling people out on, on social media. I mean, I see it now, you know what I'm saying? And that's smart. I mean, now, now, nowadays that, that helps out, you know? That's why you got those YouTubers, you got all them, you know, being famous. Because that's what it's all about nowadays. Um, you know, me, I'm not about that. If you were to talk, be talking, you know, I'll let them, you know? Hey, you know, it takes two to, you know, to dance. It takes two to tango. So, I mean, if he goes at it, you know, go go ahead. But, you know, me, I do the talking inside the ring. Um, and, but again, you know, that, that works for him. Um, it works for, uh, the other kid, young kid that he was going at, you know, at it with, uh, Ryan Garcia. I mean, cause these are young kids that their generation and the people that the following they got, you know, it's, it's young kids and they like to see all that. <laughs> Me, I'm just, I'm just different. Yeah. Abner Mades cares about world titles and not Instagram followers, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning your, 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 your daughters, Abner, two beautiful girls, and you told me recently they hadn't attended an Abner Morris fight. They hadn't seen their dad fight in person. Just to the, the most recent fight, June 9th against Los Santa Cruz, that's when your, your oldest daughter got to see you in, in, in action for the first time in person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. My, my oldest, she's uh, soon to be 13. That was the first, um, first fight she attended. What know, was that like for her? You know, and and, and <laughs> uh, it wasn't so good, obviously. I mean, obviously, because of the decision, uh, she was just crying, you know. I, at the locker room, I hugged her. I mean, uh, but at the, end, at the end of the day, it was a great experience. After all that was done, you know, we sit, I sat down with her. I talked to her, and, I t- you know, I told her exactly what, you know, what, is, what, you know, what the fight was about, you know, uh, not to worry, you know, to be proud. And she is, and she is. So I'm, I'm, I hope that, you know, with the last, you know, couple of fights that I got left, that, you know, hope that she keeps attending and, and hopefully my little one also soon. She's only six years old, so I don't know if she, she'll make it in time for for my for any of my fights, but definitely my oldest, she, she will definitely go to all of my fights. Is that something you and your wife had decided about? Like, hey, we're going to wait until they're, they're teenagers to actually come and see Daddy put in some work? Is it something you wanted to keep them away from 
on yeah, purpose? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, you, you have to know as parents, I mean, myself, you know, once they know the understanding of, of what, what I'm doing up there, you know, the meaning, it's 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 time for them. And I think it was time for my oldest. And she would always ask. So so now I, I'm glad she did, and, and she will continue for the remaining of, of my fights. I don't, I don't want just for her to show up and be like, hey, what is my dad doing beating up someone else? Or <laughs> vice versa, you know? So no, no, no. I want her to really know that it's not just about going in there and, and, and wanting to hurt someone. It's, it's, it's the actual meaning, you know, which is, uh, I'm working, I'm working, and, and, and we're both hardworking, you know, individuals that train hard to, to please the crowd and, and, and get a win. And like, and like Victor was saying, I mean, at, at least it was a, a little Santa Cruz fight. You know, like you said, both of you guys respect each other. You know, there's like handshakes and hugs but, uh, after the fight yeah. and stuff. So, so I mean, that, that, that obviously helps. Yeah, definitely did. I mean, there was no hostile. There was no bad blood. So I, I mean, it was it was a peaceful type of fight event, you know, that that uh, I'm sure she's going to take a great experience and great memories of. And before we start wrapping up, Abner, we we wanted to ask you about Canelo Triple G. You know, a fight that's coming up, a fight that that even the average fight fan, the Fairweather fan, is uh, is looking forward to, but not a not a fight that's uh, that's free of controversy with the uh, mm-hmm. you know decision the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole issues with uh, Canelo taste, uh, testing positive for 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 a performance enhancing drug or or clenbuterol or whatever you like to uh, to say it was. Um, how do you, first of all how did how did you score the first fight? Who do you think won? And then um, how do you feel about this whole controversy with with Canelo? Is is it something that's gonna that you think is gonna affect him uh, leading up to this fight just mentally? Because something I was talking about with Victor is. You know mm-hmm. that that cloud that goes over Canelo at this point. If he if he wins, maybe some people think he got a little assistance. If he if he loses, it's oh well. You know he he's off whatever he was, and and Triple G got him. Um, how do you feel about both both of these issues, both both controversies? Look, I, I think Canelo has a lot, a lot, a lot like um, um weight right now on his shoulders because of that. Um, obviously we know about the uh, knee surgery also. I've seen that, you know, he's been a little flat footed while hitting the back, like not, not so much movement. Like I've seen like pre previous training camps. Um, and I mean, just, just the, the, the whole, you know, the whole meat thing, you know, smoke that he's gotten, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard. I mean, he's done a lot and, He's been through a lot, and he, like you mentioned, if he loses, people are going to talk. If he wins, people are going to talk. So that's something he's going to stay for the rest of his career. I mean, um, I think I think this is a, a he has to win, and he has to win it in, in a spectacular way for people to really like be like, wow, you know, this this kid's it. Um, so he's got he's got a lot <laughs> a lot on his shoulders right now. Um, um, I know he's dealt with a lot of you know trolling before but i mean this is another level uh the first fight i thought it was i mean i was okay with the draw honestly i i i edged a little bit uh triple g just because he was the champion and canelo was the 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 challenger so if canelo wanted to win you know he had to push the fight really make it a fight uh but again um honestly i'm 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 leaning towards canelo because i think he has so much to prove in this fight that uh, he he is aware of and he is a younger fighter. I, I honestly believe he's most ta- more talented. Um, um, I mean, this is um, 
let's correct that. I mean, talented as he could do more, but Triple G's got the power and he's got the strength to make it a brawl and make it a fight. And, and obviously, it's a 50-50 fight, but I'm going to lean towards Canelo. And again, because I feel like he's got much, much more to prove, and and um, I think that's that's what's going to make the difference. And, but you men- you mentioned something uh, that you know, like uh, an, an insider that that you know go- goes to the gym. That's a fighter. Uh, would would see, which is uh, Canelo being a little flat-footed in this training camp with uh with the knee issue. So, uh, and you're 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 leaning towards Canelo. You don't you don't think uh, it'll cause him any issues in in the ring? Because because a, a little a little adjustment in in, in his yes. game, a little a, a little flaw in in your yeah. or, or a chink in your armor, isn't good against yeah. a fighter like Triple G. No, no, and the re- look, the reason I mention it is because I've seen it, you know, as boxer inside of the, the, I just see it, you know, he's not moving as much. But listen, I think that works going to work on his favor. Why? Because his last fight, I think he ran a little bit too much. He tried to box a little too much, you know, and now knowing that he's got this uh, knee thing and he's got to push forward, he's got to stand there a little bit more. And that's exactly what he needed to do the first fight. Uh, stayed a little bit longer, longer combinations, because Canelo went the first fight, he would land one, two, and then he'll pull back and leave him. You know, when he'll ha- you hurt him. He, he hurt Triple G a couple of times. So if he's able to make those adjustments and really just push himself, I honestly feel that he could hurt or even stop with Triple G. So I, I, um, I think I think that's going to work on his benefit. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know, man. I think, I think this is going to be that type of fight. Abner, let's be honest. You're 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 pulling and you're rooting for Canelo, and you think he can pull it off just because he's Mexican and he's your fellow countryman. He's rooting for Canelo, not not because of nationality. I just I just feel that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm messing with you, dude. The, l- let me ask you. Let me ask you a serious question. Leading up to this fight, or the rematch at least with the the steroid scandal, all that that Canelo has going on. Do mm-hmm. you? And I've spoken to numerous people. I, I at work. I I for one said. Yeah, he's 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 steroid. He, he's he tested positive. There's no issue about here. He he's he's clearly guilty. I ask around, mm-hmm. and I've been told that it's something that's common in in Mexico. That even the national soccer team had experience with some issues with the steroid scandal and, and something in the meat. Do you believe what's coming out of Canelo's camp that it is due to the meat? And I've spoken to other trainers, and they told me you need to eat meat for an entire month to test positive for this thing. So I'm I'm on the fence. I don't know what exactly to believe. Is it possible? And do you believe Canelo Alvarez? Honestly, I'm going to believe him, man. I'm going to, I'm going to take, um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I honestly, I believe him. I mean, we saw that the, the, the soccer team, you know, came out, all the whole team came out positive for that same thing uh, years ago. Um, um, I'm, I'm, again, I'm going to give him the, um, <laughs> benefit of the doubt and and i just i just i'm honestly i don't want to get that in, too much into that because no no absolutely you know, dude hey it's I, fair I, you I, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt I mean, he tested you, yeah you just do. a few and days he already took a couple right of tests again and he came out clean and with the uh, hair sample so i mean he's done that, everything you know, to I mean, redeem I think, himself i think yeah yeah i think that you know i think this his skills are going to be what's going to get him through this fight um not so much if you know if he was or not so so yeah, definitely, I definitely give him the benefit of benefit of doubt. 
No, like he said, uh, Canelo definitely a great fighter. Been following him since since he was, God, like what, 15, 16 <laughs> years old. Uh, but uh, keeping in the middleweight division, Abner, and then we'll let you go. Um, and, and I want to talk about the frustrating part of the sport of boxing. You know, you put in your mm -hmm. dues, you you do your thing, and and sometimes it it it's like you know that you're maybe maybe you're maybe it gets to the point that you're you're too good to, or the cards don't start falling in 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 place for you. And I'm going to talk about Jamal Charlo. Jamal Charlo, okay. to me, and, and his brother Jamal are two of the most talented fighters in boxing today, period. I mean, they, what, they, mm -hmm. what they've been doing lately has been very impressive. But now in the middleweight yeah. division, you have Canelo Triple G. You got Daniel Jacobs against the Verachenko for the IBF title. You have BJ Saunders fighting Demetrius Andrade. The odd man out in all this is Jamal Charlo. And even though he's ranked number one by the WBC, there's no guarantee that either Triple G or Canelo is going to fight him after September 15th. How frustrating is that for a fighter? And how frustrated do you feel for, for a, a Jamal Charlo? That's really frustrating, man. And I know, and I know for a fact he's really frustrating. I've had both of the brothers fight on my cards um, numerous times. And by last fight being one of them, um, I just, I just, I, I mean, I'm not going to get into detail. Like, we, we spoke before, like, you know, the great people, the great, the great fighters. Years ago, I remember when, my, uh, I can't remember exactly which fight it was, but, you know, I was sitting in my next press conference. They were fighting my car, too, and they both came up to me, and they, they you know, they told me, yo, Abner, we look up to you. We've seen you, you know, go as, as a fighter, and, and, you know, we really respect you. And then we started talking about, you know, fights and stuff. And then last, my last fight, we did, he did, they did mention about the frustration they got, you know, that, you know, they've been they've been wanting these fights so bad. But sometimes it's hard, you know, because of the promotions, the managers, the whole, you know, the whole ego they got, you know, going on between them. And and as the fighters, we're being affected by it. And But, um, um, I mean, that's changing. That's changing. I think, I think that um, I see more of, of a possibility against uh, Daniel Jacobs. Um, than uh, Triple G Canelo soon. I think uh, Daniel Jacobs is, is is already not talked. I mean, yeah, talked and mentioned, and, and I think that's a really big fight for for either of them. And my man, I can't thank you enough for joining us for taking some time. I know it's really uh, really early over there in the West Coast, and I appreciate you coming on, taking the time to join us on our podcast, being the first guest of Out for the Count podcast. And I'll be seeing you in Vegas in a few weeks, my man. We'll be doing some more work together. Uh, definitely, my man. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, really appreciate it, man. And I feel, I feel honored and blessed to have been the, the first one on the show. Out for the count. I like it, man. Really appreciate it. And wish you nothing but success on this. And again, thank you, Abner. And this has been Out for the Count. And until next time, I'm Armando Alvarez. Victor Bermudez. Bermudez. And we'll talk to you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. 
just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.